Hi, I'm Clifton Warren, and welcome to episode four, the Top Producer Podcast Series. Today, we're gonna to talk about influencer marketing, a secret weapon of top professionals and a missed opportunity for average professionals. Influencer marketing is leveraging your non-client relationships to help you obtain referrals, introductions, and gather market intelligence. As an average professional, this is often a missed opportunity. Top professionals, when this is done well, this is their sole method of gaining new leads and new opportunities. There are three types of influencers. Accountants, lawyers, and bankers. And it's a two-way street. Uh, by the way, there's going to be others within your network that also could qualify as influencers, journalists, analysts, suppliers. But it's a two-way street. It's a relationship. And whilst they can help you, you might be able to help them. And you sometimes have to give before you get. So where do you find influencers? Well, there's three sources. They are existing clients and particularly your top 20% of your clients that generate 80% of your results. Your top 20% of your clients, each one of those has an accountant, lawyer, and banker. You need to get to know these people. That's just very good business practice to do a good job for them. And you are peers of these other professionals. And so you should be able to meet. Ask your client for an introduction. You both share a, a common client. So you're non-competing professionals. Get to know each other and work out ways you might be able to help each other. Don't be surprised. The account might have other clients similar to your clients that could use the types of services and values that you're providing to his clients. The second place is niche markets. I'm a big fan of specialty marketplaces. Not to put all your eggs in one basket. However, it's to package your knowledge. You know, we can't be all things to all people. And by focusing on markets and uh, avenues that are going to give us a higher return on investment, that's good business practice. So within your niche markets, you're going to recognize movers and shakers. You're going to recognize people such as uh, the accountants and lawyers. So for instance, I know uh, uh, lawyers that specialize in only franchise law or workers' compensation law or just insurance law. Those are very good potential influencers when you identify those within your marketplace. And thirdly is your network, when you're networking, particularly around trade associations and industry groups. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, in addition to the bankers, lawyers, and accountants, it, influencers can include uh, suppliers, IT professionals, consultants. And so you want to get to know these people, show them what you do, explain what you do, and seek to build a relationship with them. Now, the approach for working with centers of influences it's not about just going and making a quick sale. It's not just going about banging and asking for referrals or collecting cards. Centers of Influence is a very deep relationship and some of these can take a long time to develop. But the approach I recommend is educate, ask, reward. E-A-R, ear. So the first part, educate. You wanna take time to educate your Centers of Influences on the types of clients you work with the types of value you provide, the types of results clients gain from working with you. 
Um, next, you want to show them your pipeline. Ask their advice, ask for their opinion, ask for introductions. And thirdly, reward. Now reward doesn't mean paying them. Reward, and particularly at the level we're working at, you know, you can't be giving out uh, quite often. They're not gonna accept money. What they want is to keep up to date. You know, don't forget when an accountant or lawyer uh, acts as a center of influence, and particularly if they might refer one of their clients, um, they're doing so to help them also provide a better service to their clients. So keep them updated and active communication and so forth. So educate, ask, reward. Don't rush this process. Sometimes this can take a while to develop, but it's a two-way street. You want to aim to have quarterly meetings with each of your centers of influences. Now a good number for uh, professionals, top professionals have between five and 10 centers of influences. And so, you know, each quarter you want to meet with up to your five or 10 um, centers of influences. It might be a couple of weeks, a couple of months. And that's a manageable number. Some of these meetings can take a half hour, an hour, but generally you want to have a coffee and do the educate, ask, reward, get to know each other. So let's do the math. Let's say you have 10 centers of influences and you have quarterly meetings with each of them. And through the work you've done, the relationship you built, um, you're able to get three leads each. That's 30 leads per quarter, 120 leads per year. Let's say with 50% conversion rate, that means you have 60 meetings um, based on your centers of influences. And if you have a 70% close rate, that's 42 new clients you're going to gain during the year. Now, if your average sale is $5,000 revenue, that's $210,000 new business without doing any other marketing activity alone. If your average sale is $10,000, you know, you're approaching the half million dollar mark. This is why this is such a powerful technique. And for many professionals, this is the only technique they use. Influencer marketing is low cost, high impact, and drives new business growth. You should make this part of your toolkit. I'm Clifton Warren. Thanks for listening.